Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. How bloody are you? Across the ditch. It's 111 for nine. Tim Southey is two for six. He's starting his third over. He might have one here because it's been skied straight up by Cummins. Lining up the catch is Conway behind the wicket. He gloves it, and that's all she wrote. New Zealand wiped the floor with Australia in the opening game of the Super 12 of the ICC Men's T20 World Cup at 22. Yeah, there you go. What a great finish to that game. That was uh, absolutely massive. Uh, huge win for the Black Caps by 90 runs over the Australians. And uh, <clears throat> Matty, Matty, are you there, buddy? But we'll find out sooner or later. But, gee, New Zealand put on a masterclass on that. Let's get this man's thoughts. Ricardo, you got me? I've, I've got you, Matt. Sorry, we were just playing the uh, playing the end of that game uh, before. Uh, I, hope, I hope that didn't leak through over, over your end. No, no, no. Nothing nothing like that. The end of that game or the start of that game. I mean, mm. the start of that game was just incredible. How much is New Zealand talking about one Finn Allen at the moment and Devin Conway? Yeah, a lot, a lot. And I and I don't think you can forget Tim Southey either. Three for yeah. six off 2.1 overs. Uh, it was it was a it was a great effort from the team, and you know one we didn't see coming over here, mate. Particularly after you know how we we went in the uh, Chapel Hadley over there earlier in the year, and uh, that last warm up game against the South Africans as well. I, not many Kiwis held up a lot of hope for that game, to be fair. Yeah, and and then you come out, you know, on this on this big stage on a big night at the SCG, and we all know the history, and it was written there in the papers. Hadn't won here forever, and then bang! From, I mean, from the from the word go. It just looked like, okay, we're going to be aggressive in this one. We're going to back ourselves in this one. And in T20, as you well know, Ricardo, that that can work both ways. But across the board, to maintain that kind of performance from batting through to bowling and fielding, was was extraordinary. It's got to rate up there with one of your best wins. Oh, yeah, easily, easily. Uh, I mean, and it was such a dominant win, you know. And and I think that that's part of what was so frustrating about the Chapel Hadley is that we had your blokes on the ropes three times and let them off the ropes three times and lost, you know. So to actually come through and, and, and finish it was was just superb from a from a New Zealand point of view and sets us up really well for the tournament because obviously our net run rates are through the roof as well, having uh, banked that ninety run win. <laughs> yeah, uh, is everybody talking about Glenn Phillips? 
wasn't that catch? That catch, mate. I, I, I don't know if you remember it, but uh, there was a guy, Skippy Sinclair, Matty Sinclair, that played for the Black Cavs opening bat. I uh, scored a, a double ton on debut. He took a really good catch against you blokes running around the outfield, running around the boundary one-handed at one point. I reckon this catch is right up there with that. I mean, that's one that goes down in the annals of Kiwi cricket fame. But this is just the absolute, the full Superman, um, Glenn <laughs> Phillips. I mean, you know, he used to be a wicketkeeper. So uh, I, I suppose he's got that in his locker, and he is a real pocket battleship. Uh, I, I, I was talking to, to Brandy Alexander earlier today and saying, uh, Maddie, I don't know about you, but how, how many push-ups can you do in, in, in one go, one crack? Uh, what, now? Yeah. Or, or, or previously? <laughs> well, e, e, any, just give me a <laughs> Not number. Not a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Not many. Not many. Glenn Phillips, uh, a couple of years, well, about a year ago, was in the playing in the CPL, uh, yeah. and they had a lockdown. So he was only allowed to leave his hotel room for, for training and for, for games. And so we had him on. We said, what do you do? And he goes, oh, just started doing press-ups. I'm like, how many are you doing a day? He's like, oh, about 500. Uh, <laughs> he's an absolute monster, mate. He's a beast. <laughs> You see, any any number I gave you there, Ricardo, mm. was going to just pale into insignificance because I knew the number that you were going to say was going to be massive. But I'll tell you something: like I was, uh, I was at I was at cricket pretty much all all weekend, and to hear um, local cricketers in in the in Sydney constantly referring old and young, constantly referring to that catch from a Kiwi and, and being blasted away by their performance. Mm. Was, was extraordinary, and I think it shows a couple of things. I think uh, everybody knew that, that Australia just, just couldn't get there on Saturday night, but I think there was a genuine respect for the kind of game that the Black Caps played, as in that's the near-perfect game. Yeah, I think it was it was it was damn close. It was it was really really close to the perfect game. You know, I mean, there was there's been some conjecture over here about whether or not Kane Williamson should be in this team because you know the way T20s evolved, you, it's really hard for you to go out there and work your way into an innings, which is what he needs to do. But I mean, even he had a strike rate of a hundred, uh, which which is not bad, and and was really key in stabilising the innings when we lost the first wicket. So yeah, no negatives out of that game at all. We had uh, all the bowlers stood up. Uh, I mean, from your in, mate. I mean, how's everybody feeling in Australia now? Because we know how well the Poms went against you in that series just before this thing started. Are yeah. you a bit nervous? We might have a repeat of '92. Well, there was a lot of there was a lot of talk going into this one about you know about Aaron Finch, about Glenn, uh, Glenn Maxwell. But now the focus is on okay, what changes do they make, and and what about Steve Smith sitting there? So mm. I just wonder whether this is a case of. Um, and, and what you referenced there was spot on about, you know, the, the English series beforehand. I just wonder whether this is a case of, ah, oh, we've got to make changes or do we cool our jets here and stick with the team that they've put in, knowing that they were beaten by the better team on the night, no question about that, and that this is a tournament, you know, this is a, this is a T20 World Cup. This just isn't one or two games. So it's going to be really fascinating to see which way the Australian selectors go. To the other World Cup... So the Kiwis continue their march. So 68 points to six over Jamaica, but everyone's talking about that Jamaican try, not the 68 that you guys put on. No, I mean, and, and fantastic for them to get a try too, because obviously, you know, that first game they, they didn't get on, well, they only got a penalty. So uh, fantastic for them to get a try and, and great for the development of rugby league and, and for spreading the game as well. I mean, it's it's a bit hard to swallow at the pool, uh, pool stages when, you you know, teams, you know, like the Scots taking an 80-point 80, 80 hiding from, from your blokes. But I guess you've got to start somewhere, right, and, and, and build into it. And, uh, yeah, just great to see the joy and the celebration from that Jamaican team when they got over the line. 
Yeah, it was fantastic. And and in terms of uh, rugby union, so mm. the All Blacks, you're going to be without quite a host of players for various reasons, injury and, in the case of the Barrett brothers, bereavement. Yeah, just for the just for the Japan game, by the looks of it. Uh, yeah. I, from the, I mean, we play Japan next Saturday, um, and in an unfortunate uh, clash, uh, our game against Japan is at the same time as the Black Ferns World Cup quarterfinal against the Welsh, which is here because we're hosting that World Cup, of course. So uh, yeah. that's that's not ideal. But yeah, I, I mean, we should have too much for Japan. I know that Aussie A went up there recently and beat them in a series, but you know, there's uh, a bit of rivalry there because of who's in the coaching box. Jamie Joseph, Tony Brown, two very good Kiwi coaches doing very good things with Japan. So it'll certainly be a test of all-black depth. Gee, there's a bit going on in the world of sport, isn't there, mate? Good on you. We'll chat again next week, huh? Yeah, sounds good, Matty. Go well. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.